of course a few degrees to avoid a long-tailed skiff which was slicing through the waters towards them. Its slender lines at odds with the lumpy V8 engine, thundering away on its steering pole. The Thai boatman had two Europeans as fares. He nursed his craft through the waves, helming it towards some dream island with the panache of a gondolier. You married, Steve? Midge had spoken little in the last hour. Her accent was broad, and she eyed him from behind dark glasses. Steve. From the moment they'd met, she'd been meticulous about using cover names. No, Beth, I'm not. Partner? Live with someone? He half smiled. Getting personal all of a sudden? Always like to know the score. Well, for the record, I have a girlfriend back in London. She stared ahead again. But you're living in Singapore. That's right. Tricky. What's her name? Julie. Ever see each other? Not often enough. A few days ago, Julie had threatened to give up on him, unless he relocated to London soon. Offering to fill the gap? He asked. (laughs) She turned away, opened a bottle of sun cream and started applying it to her shoulders. And what about you? I'll live with someone in Sydney. It was a woman she'd rented a room to, but she wasn't going to tell him that. Can I help? He pointed at the bottle. No, thanks. She gave him an old-fashioned look. And just for the record, and since my assessment of the accommodation arrangements on this little ship tells me we'll be sharing a bed tonight... When I work with guys, it's strictly no touching, under any circumstances. Okay? Just trying to be helpful. Yeah, well, as my old granny used to say, give a man an inch and he'll stick the rest in. Sam smiled. Some granny. Open beer bottles with her teeth. He laughed. Now that you're making up. Midge pulled a tense smile. It was the first one he'd seen on her, and it was an improvement. Sam Packer's knowledge of the Golden Triangle heroin trade had been superficial until this morning, his normal focus being the profits from arms, not drugs. Midge had briskly filled him in on the ethnic Chinese Wa tribes who controlled the Shan border area of Myanmar, formerly Burma, shipping heroin through China and Thailand to the wider world. And in particular she told him about a man called Yang Lai, whose distribution network they suspected Jimmy Squires was attached to. Suspected. That was the problem with the Australian's case. They had nothing strong enough to convince a jury. The event a couple of days ago which had triggered this attempt at entrapment was the opening of a small suitcase containing wads of cash. The yacht broker in Phuket, who had received the $280,000 in payment for a luxury powerboat, had tipped off Thai customs, and they'd called the Royal Thai Police money-laundering squad. The cash itself had proved clean, but when the name of the boat purchaser, Vincent Gallagher, was fed into a database at the Narcotics Suppression Bureau, it had come up as a pseudonym used by Jimmy Squires. The sun disappeared behind a line of cloud, turning the sea slate grey. As they raced towards the main island of Phuket, the water had become less open. Dark humps dotted the surface now, 
limestone outcrops jutting from the water like thumbs, and longer, flatter islands of finely ground coral, where night fishermen had bamboo huts under the coconut palms for sleeping in during the day. Tell me, Sam probed, the name Midge, is that on your birth certificate? No way, and I never let on what is. So how come you called that? Because when I was little I was small for my age, and nasty with it. Anybody got in my way, I bit them. Charming. He pursed his lips. Grown out of the habit, I hope. Don't bank on it. She leaned over the chart. There was a warm, oily smell to her, which Packer found irritatingly arousing. Where are we? He touched a finger to the paper. This the fastest we can go? Yep. How fast Jimmy's boat? No idea. They picked up the charcoal.